Are all forms of magic prohibited in the Hebrew Bible? Or are only some types of witchcraft forbidden? Stay tuned to find out! Hello everyone! I'm Angela and welcome to my symposium. I'm a PhD and a university lecturer and this is your online resource for the academic study of magic, witchcraft, paganism, shamanism, esotericism and all things related to the occult really. This video will tackle whether in the Hebrew Bible, also known as Tanakh and the Old Testament by Christians, witchcraft is prohibited outright or whether there are forms of magic deemed acceptable. The main source for this video's content is the brilliant Ancient Jewish Magic by Gideon Bohak. On to the topic now. If you grew up in a Christian family or were taught the Bible in school, it is very likely that the matter of witchcraft had come up at some point. More specifically, the idea that witchcraft in all shapes and forms is forbidden for those who see the Bible as their sacred revealed text. However, when we look at the Hebrew Bible in its original language and in relation to its cultural and historical context, we quickly realize that the matter is much more nuanced and complex we definitely see many occurrences of witchcraft and divination being practiced throughout the Bible, while certain forms of magic do not really appear if not to be banned. The two core elements to consider when trying to understand witchcraft in the Hebrew Bible are 1. The matter of translation. Classical Hebrew and Aramaic work very differently as languages compared to English or to any other language the Hebrew Bible has been translated into, including the Greek of the Septuagint. Interestingly, there is no insider term that the Israelites of the time used to define magic. As Bohak highlights, unlike some ancient Greek and Romans writers and rulers, and some Christian political and religious leaders, Ancient Jews rarely labeled people as magicians or punished them for practicing magic. Thus, an emic definition of ancient Jewish magic is simply not available. So, if we don't have an insider agreed upon term for magic, how should we read the different translations of this concept found in the Bible? And here we come to the second and most important element. 2. Identity. The matter of identity is embedded in the narratives of the Hebrew Bible, and witchcraft is no exception to that. This collection of texts tells a story of the ancient Israelites in search for their freedom, a land to settle in, and their cultural national identity. As a consequence, the prohibitions are often related to this yearning for a stable, communitarian, centralized identity. This leads to the magic and the gods of the neighboring countries to be forbidden. We don't have here, in fact, 
an all-encompassing don't practice magic or don't get involved in witchcraft but rather don't be this kind of magician or don't seek help from this type of witch where this kind usually refers to the type of magic practiced by their neighbors by the others the israelites were at the time trying to distinguish themselves from the non-israelites and these prohibitions are simply aimed at non-israelite or bad israelite customs which were perceived as displeasing their god for instance the magical use of god's powerful name is absent from the prohibitions of magic and divination found in Deuteronomy 18, Exodus 22 or Leviticus 19 and 20. This is due to it being a Jewish practice of the time as well as a way of providing a substitute for foreign practices offered by their own God's prophets. As Bohak suggests, Sometimes it is very clear that God's sacred objects and priests are used as a substitute for non-Jewish practices and practitioners. As when the Bible condones and encourages the divination by means of the Urim and Thummim, while utterly forbidding any contact with non-Israelite diviners or practices. To sum it up, in the Hebrew Bible there isn't really an outright condemnation of magic or witchcraft, but only of certain types of practices, which were deemed foreign to the Israelite cultural and religious identity of the time. Thus, the proscription of any form of witchcraft and magic as sinful or against the will of the Judeo-Christian God is to be ascribed to later exegesis and consequent theologies on the part of religious denominations which adopt the Bible as their sacred revealed text. Before wrapping up, allow me to welcome to the Inner Symposium my new patrons. Thank you so much for pledging to my patron. It really means a lot to me. You are the reason why I keep doing this work on this channel and make these videos which are available and free for everyone to watch. So thank you for those who just pledged and for those who stay pledged. So this is it for today's video. If you liked it, smash the like button. Let me know what you think of it or whether you have any questions or comments in the comment section. Subscribe to the channel, activate your notification bell, otherwise YouTube won't notify you when I upload a new video. And as always, stay tuned for all the academic fun. Bye for now.